Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, we are live, so... Oh, wonderful. Let me get the control room up. Um, yeah, I mean, everything should be okay, hopefully. All right. Should have a quick listen. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's a shame about the whole noise thing. Same thing, like when I listen to you through Discord, sounds fine, but then on the stream, we are picking up noise. Like when you're yeah. muted, it's just, it just starts, we just go silent. Yeah, I know, it's just background noise, but yeah, I don't know. I could mess with it a bit in the Wave 1 settings, but... I have interest. Do you see, um, if you go on discord on the audio bit does do you get movement there as well or is it being picked up on discord what do you mean the discord audio bit uh like where we're talking in the oh hi timmer <laughs> how you doing mate uh i mean when you go on the audio settings in discord like where we're talking is uh-huh. are you getting noise picked up there like if you go to the voice um... and video bit or is it just on OBS that you're seeing the the audio movement? Have a look. Um, no, it's just an OBS. So weird.
that's fine. Something to fiddle with on another day. Yeah. Indeed. Um, yeah, yeah, so... I'm not really too sure. I mean, maybe we can. I can do something like turn down my mic sensitivity or something, but... I don't know. How? That's fine. Yeah, we'll fiddle with it another day. That's fine. It, it's everything's coming through okay. Other than that, um, I'll try and keep it away from my laptop as much as possible. Hmm. All right. Well, if you're happy to, shall we hit the jingle and get get mingling? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, we're jingling. Lovely. Okay. Well, for anybody joining us either live or after the fact, welcome back to episode 68 of the QRP. If you haven't been here before, my name is Deck, and I am wearing an Xbox 20th anniversary shirt today. Check you out. Picked it out. I know, I picked it out just for you. Um, and as ever, I am joined by my sick friend. Sick, sick friend. Always sick. Never in good health. Oh, I thought you meant sick as in like, I was cool. All right. Yeah, never mind. Well, you're pretty cool as well. I'm pretty cool. Um, yeah, hello, I'm Tim, and I'm sick again. So <laughs> I was I was literally like sick the other week when I remember mentioning it on the podcast, and I like got over it, and then it just like snuck up on me again, and I've just had like a second wave of like the same thing. It's like... It, it's just a cold. It's just like everything's just all blocked up and my voice is a bit off and my throat hurts a bit. Headaches, that sort of thing. But like, yeah, it just came back out of nowhere, man. It just knocked me for six over the last like couple of days. Um, which is why we actually delayed until now for the podcast because hilariously I couldn't speak this morning. Like everything was either a voice crack or just like it's, it's like I just needed to like warm up for the day and just have medicine and have a couple of teas yeah. and stuff like that so that's why we're a bit late uh, that, and it is a bit weird you know I think it's especially weird in your case because it's like you know it is Murphy's Law that you get sick when you need to do stuff and that's fine but it, I think it's like weirdly specific that you get sick in the part of the body that you need for that day like yeah. on a podcast, your voice goes kaput. You know, when you need to travel, your your, your stomach explodes. You know, yeah. you need to do some chores. You wake up and your arms are broken. Oh no, that's the worst. That, that last one's the worst. <laughs> um, yeah, it is true. Yeah, it's always very specific to the thing I'm doing. Yeah, because when I got sick like the night before, I was supposed to meet up with everyone. You know, I had like a four-hour train journey, but I just. I couldn't move like I couldn't move 10 feet from my bed without shitting myself so it's like that was the one thing that was stopping me from traveling you know like if I had like a headache or a sore throat I probably still would have come but yeah it is quite funny that isn't it yeah absolutely uh, well I just wanted to say to hello uh, hello to everyone in uh, the chat that we've got obviously I said hello to Tim who's here as well we've got Joaquin back as well hello hello hello, uh, hello. and as has been pointed out to us we did take a hell of a, a hell of a week or two to to, to not do the podcast um uh, obviously we were here when, when did we do it monday but oh, the last two weeks has been a bit crazy and we, we stuffed quite a lot of stuff into last week's podcast 
even with all the technical difficulties. Um, mm. And there was even something else. I'm just going to say it while I remember. I know this is like really like off tempo, but uh, there was a new story that I um, I forgot to go over that I saw in my notes afterwards. It was about um, reports of um, IO Interactive, who's doing you know Project Dragon, um, yeah. which we've heard about is meant to be this kind of shared world kind of um, third person action adventure fantasy game. Um, they they had a financial report that essentially indicated that they were um, they were expecting low profits over the next like until twenty twenty five, essentially indicating that they're not going to have any a game out till then. So I, I just wanted to throw it out there because we hadn't um, I, I forgot to mention it and it was actually kind of a big deal because we very rarely know the time frames for these games that are leaked well ahead in advance, courtesy of Jez. So um, and that sounds very cool because they're they're working on um, the Bond game and that Project Dragon game, which sounds right up your alley. It sounds right up both our alleys, but um, yeah, yeah. Long long way off, man. Long way off. Long way um, off. yeah. Okay. Well, shall we shall we just do our, our little intro bits then? Um, Tim, t- tell us about tell us about your week, man. What have it, how's the game brain? How's the normal brain? You know, um, hit me with it. Um. Well, all my brains, all my brains have been quite, um, quite sick this week. Um, so yeah, I haven't been doing too much for the for the old game brain and everything like that, and work brain. Um, what have I been playing this week? Uh, been playing Apex as usual. It's my shooter at the moment. Got back into that. Um, haven't played any Tales this week. I was going to, but I kept getting roped into other stuff um i think that's t- in all honesty i think that's about it apart from like the little party night we had last night where we played golf with your friends and stuff like that i i, I really don't think i have played much this week um i'm a little bit sick a little bit laid up so otherwise otherwise known as go insane with your friends yeah yeah which i don't mind this game like i think it's it's pretty good it's quite fun yeah um although nice and basic my one gripe with it is the music. The music actually, it, it puts yeah. me in a straitjacket, man. Like, I can't deal with <laughs> it. And especially your rounds are like half an hour easy. You're just listening to like the same loop for like half an hour, 40 minutes. And it's like a 20 second yeah. loop. I can't deal with it. Literally can't. No, it is. It is. And sometimes like, there's sometimes on that game where I like fly out the map, like I'm out of bounds. And you know, we're on like some ridiculous like Candyland map or whatever. There's like, you know, Christmas canes and well as a chocolate like, ice cream. And I like will go up to it and I'm like, I'm actually quite impressed how they've managed to make it look this bad. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like they've got out their way to make it like they put in HD assets and then just like downsized it to like standard definition. It's like, yeah. why does it look? I mean, it's a golf game, so it doesn't matter, but it's just like. Like, why does it look like an actual PS1 game? Yeah, yeah. There are some points it looks awful, and yeah, I got trapped out of the map a few times, and the game was like, "Oh, you're fine to just play from here." It's like, well, no, I'm like inside a rock. Video game, like I'm fucked. I just have to take 14 here. Um, And yeah, some of those rocks when you're up close and just like the water and stuff. Yeah, it's actually some of the lowest res stuff I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but yeah. It's good fun. Yeah, it's a good time. It, it's it's a games pass game for sure. Um, oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We we didn't do end up doing customs in the end, did we? On Master Chief Collection because no, because Xbox's download like update system doesn't work. Yeah, sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah, like 
it's weird. I have automatic updates, yeah, set to on, and sometimes it's fine, but sometimes it just really doesn't. It just doesn't choose to do it, and I don't understand. Like literally, I just sometimes we go through games and we're like, oh yeah, we'll play this. Oh, it needs an update. We'll play this. Needs an update. We'll play this. Needs an update. And it's like, well, why do I have this automatic update thing yeah. turned on? Like, what's the point? Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. It so yeah, I was I was hit with a nice eighty-eight gig update for for MCC last night when we uh, were going to hop on for some customs. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it's fun that that happened to me on because we played a, on on Friday and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, like I I literally play played Master Chief Collection two weeks ago or three weeks ago, right? Yeah, sure, I'll join you guys. Bang, thirty gig update. It's like why. I actually, yeah. I don't know if anybody has like an, if there's like an official answer to why this is so inconsistent. Like, I, I actually don't know. Um, I, I yeah. remember, uh, I said to the guys yesterday, I, I remember hearing that if it's a, um, if it was a recent update, like I didn't, I said recent, like last two or three weeks ish, the game, uh, the console won't update it automatically. Like it, it's like old updates it usually keeps on top of. So uh, I don't know, man. It, it's one of those annoying things. It's no quick resume. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's no quick resume. It's a good one, man. Nobody's... Sorry, I'm preoccupied. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm, no, that's I'm okay. grabbing a, uh, an image because I just realised we don't have one. Oh, yeah. You can just use the Xbox UI picture I've got if you want to use that. Oh, I, just, got, like, put, I just did Modern Warfare 2. Oh, that, that works too. Because... Honestly, you could have just put a picture of like a, a chimpanzee or like a fucking rodent for today's... Like, with the topics we're going over today and, and that would be that would be apt yeah what was the other thing the that Xbox UI yeah because this picture I've got is just truly awful but yeah you carry on carry on ah yeah show. no problem well what I was going to say is you know obviously it's good there's no contention with us for the automatic update podcast because we're clearly the superior feature with the quick resume podcast um yeah. uh You'll have to, we'll have to see if we can get your, your chat window back, actually, um, because we've got we've got Timmer and um, Joaquin talking to us here. Timmer's saying there's no leaks today, no leaks at the moment, and, um, you know, uh, there's no... I reckon, I reckon things are quite lip-tight. It's like that season, isn't it, where, like, in between E3 and yeah, the Game Awards, so the new, se- the new cycle is winding up for, like, November, and as a result, I, I imagine a lot of publishers are really trying to, like, um, you know... <laughs> make sure that boat doesn't leak um joaquin yeah. says i follow you guys on uh on twitter and i gotta say i appreciate your anti-halo halo hate bandwagon there are some shortcomings on the multiplayer but a solid game in my opinion it's been a rough week agreed it's been a rough few weeks it's been a rough few weeks for the uh for halo but um forge is one of the things we're going to be speaking about today tim good old forge it's going to save halo isn't it it's going to save Halo. That's, I mean, that, everybody says that, so that it must be true. Mm-hmm. Forge is going oh, to yeah, save Halo. Yeah, and if it doesn't, then <laughs> it's in the bin. No, no, no. Um, I... Yeah, we're definitely a kind of a... We, well, I mean, we're not really an anti-Halo hate, as as so... Um, uh, was it Wacky and it or Timmer? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Wacky and it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're just like... I think we're just fair towards the game. I think that's the best way to put it. Like, I think some people are just extremists in one or the other, but, like, we understand Halo shortcomings, but there's just no reason to 
just just absolutely shit on it just for like no reason like there's a good game there we've 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 said this so many times there's a great foundation there they're just too slow like that's it yeah Um, that's it and that is a bad thing like there's a very bad thing and it has stopped me from playing it i haven't booted it up in like six months um but i still i still like the game i think i'm just fair towards it you know but yeah yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I think like there's a lot of people at the moment, um, especially with this final push that three four three seem to be doing. You know, with the extension of season two or whatever they're doing, season two point five, and then you know season three in um, March. A lot of people have like gotten quite ahistorical, and what I mean by that is like people have like started to like go back on on the launch of Halo Infinite. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like in my mind, Halo Infinite came out really pe- strong. You know, it's still on like an eighty seven on open critical, say eighty eight, whatever it is really solid campaign i i love i loved it but i don't think everybody will love it i think i think most people would come away from that campaign thinking that was great um maybe not amazing um but some people won't like it because it's not like a a map it's not a map game (laughs) yeah you know it's like it's an atmospheric exploration driven open world with good combat it's not like crammed with progression and um, yeah it's not click and load up Uh, a level and go from a to b this is your objective yeah yeah um i but i think in particular infinite's campaign just resonated a lot with me that's fine i think we all understood it generally was pretty good and multiplayer obviously in the first month was a banger yeah. um i i in my opinion there again there were some shortcomings on day one like the challenge system people were not happy with customization mm-hmm. people was, i mean weren't and still aren't happy with but that's all been tweaked and refined point being everybody had a good time for the first month of halo infinite and some people have now in such a state of like anger that they're like, it's always been bad. It's always been bad. It's like, no. I think part of the reason people are so upset about the state of Infinite is because it plays so well. And it's like, you're wasting yeah. your opportunity here. Like, it's potential. Like, if you had more going on, yeah, if you had more going on, I would be playing it more. But you're just, you're missing your chance. Like, COD, Modern Warfare 2 is around the corner, Overwatch 2 is around the corner, you know. So, it's what it is. Agreed. Agreed. But we will swing background to Forge in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think um, I, I generally, when I'm on Twitter, I do try to just be kind of balanced with with that stuff. It's really difficult, though. I've Tim, I've muted so many people on Twitter. I've blocked so many people now um, yeah. around around yeah, Halo make, Discourse because I just people, can't be bothered. Yeah, you make people very mad. Yeah, and I don't know what that's about, by the way. Like, I that's a problem that I seem to have. And like in my gaming life as well, like I got a um, a rage message the other day on like for Apex, like really? for the first game back we played, and I, we had a pretty good game. And I was like, I got a rage message, and our friend was just like, "It's always you." It's it weird, you that. That yeah. Like we we've yeah. been playing con- bagged, constantly like, for seasons, and we're like, yeah, I don't understand. Like I've, I haven't had a rage message in so long. Although actually, the other day I did absolutely just like one clip someone and it was like a sway wraith and you could tell it was like a sweaty wraith and <laughs> the person wouldn't stop inviting me to a pie just over and over and over again like five <laughs> six times and i know that all they that. wanted to do was get me in firing range and 1v1 me i know it i know that's <laughs> I it that. and it was ridiculous i ended up having to um to mute the guy yeah because wow. he just wouldn't stop sending invites it's hilarious yeah man 
I don't know what it is. It, and honestly, it doesn't bode well for me, given that I am a therapist by profession, that I seem to piss everyone off that I meet. Do you know what I mean? No, it's true. Like, that, yeah. that concerns me a bit. So like, if somebody sees something that I'm not seeing, I, I need you to be honest. <laughs> is it's it your hair the glasses? And your eyes. Is it the hair, is it? I'm, I am my eyes. Yeah. So I can't really change that. And your voice. And your stupid okay, nose. <laughs> your <laughs> stupid <one> ass nose. <laughs> Such a stupid goddamn nose, man. Hate it. Um, okay, let's hop back into the chat for a sec. Um, <laughs> Timmer thinks he's got um, <laughs> he's got the the Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft ninjas on him, so he's uh, laying low for a bit in terms of. Uh, yeah, that's pretty serious, man. Uh, yeah, I heard this came from um, the Xbox Era podcast. I did listen, but I was like, it was like three in the morning and I was really hazy when I was listening. Um, but Wackin has just reminded me here. Um, according to Nick over at the Xbox Era podcast, um, Asobo is making a Xbox car racer. Big grain of salt. Big grain of salt, but let's let's entertain this, you know, hypothetically. Um, Chief in a car racer. What was... Chief in a car. Chief in a car. I don't know. Chief in a car. I don't know. The more I think about it, and the more you're saying it. Chief in a car. I don't know if I like it. I I suppose it would just be like in a a warthog, right? To be fair, Chief's probably like the most normal one of all of them to be in a a car. Right? You said it was a car racer, so why would he have his own warthog? It would just be like a standard car. car. I guess so. I don't know. It's, I guess it's less weird because he actually drives stuff. Like it'd be more weird having Doom Guy in a car. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. No? Actually, <laughs> this is a hard question. See... We're asking. We ask the hard questions on yeah, this that's, podcast. <laughs> that's tough, dude. Chief or Doom Guy in a car? You know, like Marcus Phoenix in a car. Yeah, there's a lot of potential there. And if that's the thing, I'm pre-ordering. <laughs> I mean, Asobo do good work, so I would be really interested. And actually, more than anything else, I would I would actually like to see some sort of Xbox multiverse, like IP collection game. I don't care what it is. But, oh, you know, like yeah, how, just uh, a culmination of all the different characters into one game. Yeah. A fun little... They've got a lot now. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Because, you know, like, PlayStation did the um, All-Stars... I think it was called All Stars Battle Royale, wasn't it? Back in the day, before Battle Royales were even a thing. But that had, but it, it didn't go down too well. I think it was like a Smash clone. Um, oh, okay. And Astro, Astro Bot is kind of has a lot of like you know, multi IP stuff on the PS5, doesn't it? Have you played that? You got PS5. Astro Bot. Is that what it's called? The, the you know the launch game where you play as the little blue thing. Oh and yeah, the thing that like helps a, you like understand the, the features and stuff um, of your controller. Yeah. Uh, no, I never actually played that. No, I didn't realize it had like cameos from PlayStation characters. I'm pretty sure it does have a load of like it's like big on the PlayStation heritage in that game. I haven't played it or seen it, but I've heard a lot of people speak about it. Um, yeah, and that, that was a Sobo as well. So okay, yeah. I'm into it because we we have spoken we have spoken about the idea of like a Killer Instinct revival Xbox IP mashup thing. I suppose that's the closest thing we've had, isn't it? Previous Killer Instinct with like Arthur yeah. and um, 
uh, RAM, general RAM. Yeah, yeah, that that would be super cool. Yeah, to have, like just a, yeah, I think that'd be I think that'd be really really cool. Um, but hey, I mean Disney are doing it. Would you Would you prefer that to a uh, a kart racer, chief of the kart? Would I prefer a fighter or a kart racer? Yeah. I think I'd probably yeah. prefer a fighter, if I'm honest. Hmm. And I'm not even a big fighting guy. That's I it. just think it'd be kind of cool to just have like all these different characters just fight it out. Um, and I am kind of picturing it in a Killer, in- Killer Instinct Mortal Kombat style as well, rather than like a Smash um, style. Um, yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, I guess I just wanted to touch on uh, what I've been doing this week. Um, I have... I don't know if I said I, I bought Cursed of Golf on the Switch, like a little roguelike golf game. That's been pretty fun. Um, nice. I, I've already spoke about Mortality in the last week. Um I've been playing. I guess the the thing I've been playing the most is Halo. I've been, I've been playing the Yappening event, um, which is comfortably the best event that they've done. Um, just silly, fun shit, which is what I think they need more of in that game. Um, especially if when they're going to make events last as long as they do, it's it's essentially big team battle fiesta. Uh, hmm. Some of it is, and then there's other game modes: Skockets, which is like rockets and skewers. Then there's just like team snipers all in btb so you've got like 12 you know people running around doing crazy shit uh rockets and the the skockets rockets and skews you have you start with repulses as well it's great you've got people like bouncing with the same rocket around the map six times um yeah just silly fun stuff nice free uh pass of items as well um you know yeah, not gonna blow yourself off yeah. but it's yeah just a fun just a fun a fun event you can dip your toes into nice um and I've I've been trying to get into you probably see me I've been trying to play Wasteland Three. Um, uh, oh no, I haven't. I've seen you on uh, Phoenix a little bit, but I haven't seen you on um, Wasteland Three. Yeah. yeah, I've always wanted since because we played like we probably put like what three or four hours in in carp, didn't we? And then we kind of fell off. Um, and I've because always, it was I, buggy. I liked it quite a lot. It was buggy because yeah, it was buggy. Right. It was buggy. Yes, 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 yes. We had quests that she just didn't work, and we even rebooted and tried for like an hour, and it just never worked. <coughs> so yeah, that is that's true. kind of the You're reason right. we dropped it. But yeah, uh, um, but like I'm, I don't know, I'm I'm struggling to like, it's it's something about it just isn't sticking, which sucks. It's one of these games that I really want to like, but I, it's like it's not. It's just not vibing with me, and I don't know why. It has all the mate, the trappings of something I would like. It's like a deep RPG, the character creator, you know, this XCOM style combat, and it feels so punchy as well. The, the turn-based combat, but it just isn't. It isn't sticking. I, Maybe I it's just the way the the quests and the story is designed because it's very old school RPG. You know, we didn't grow up in that era, so maybe it's just not really sticking. It's the same way. I didn't yeah. really like the way like Diablo two did their quests i thought it was really really bad um mm. and stuff like that and i've i've I haven't been able to click with anything like another one is similar as divinity uh original sin is apparently yeah. like that too everybody lo- is so well um, reviewed isn't yeah, it everyone loves it but i gave it a go and i just it didn't stick with me i think it's just the era, uh, era you're born in you know i just don't really think it's it, it's something new to us um 
and uh, yeah, I've never been able to click with it. I I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Mm. So it's a shame because I've really I've wanted a game that I can ha- I can like play um, on XCloud and Wasteland is Wasteland is a poster child for like sort of you know play a new console, hop over to XCloud, easy peasy. Um, yeah. But yeah, something about it. Yeah, definitely. I think you're right. Now that you say it, I think the quest design does feel a bit old school for me. It's very like it forces you to read a lot of text. Um, yeah. to figure out where you have to go next it doesn't get, i wish there was just an option like please i've got a plebeian brain sometimes and i just don't have the energy to read through and understand where i have to be exactly um, yeah I, just give me a quest marker let me let, just just let me follow a, a, a thing like, if i want to read stuff i will anyway and also the art style was doing absolutely nothing for me like I, yeah. I, I actively don't like how the game looks bit um, bland isn't it I, I wish i wish they had styled it yeah i just wish they had styled it a little bit um but there's so much I do like about it as well. But yeah, it's just one of those things. Really want to like it, but it's, I just can't can't get it to, to stick yet. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, we've got quite quite the um, question here before we get into the um, honourable mentions for the week. Tim, you ready for this? Thanks, Joaquin. Thanks for this. Get uh, yeah. cancelled. Re- oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What, what are your guys' thoughts on Tom Clancy's name and properties possibly one day being fully owned by a communist company? As Tencent buys more of Ubisoft, it's inevitable at some point. Yeah, I saw about this. Um, Tencent making. Uh, did, did they in- increase their stake? What did they? Uh, they. Yeah, I guess they increased their stake. That's how that works, isn't it? Um, it's a bit concerning, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, just because it's owned by a communist company is it really gonna sort of change the way that the games are developed and sold and everything for like the consumer that much well i guess it is a good point because i mean honestly the the fact that they're like the the political affiliation of tencent really doesn't phase me at all it more their content phases me the fact that the tencent tend to have this you know um, affinity towards gacha games and mm. uh, essentially mobile shit, you know, which is, you know, whatever, people can enjoy that. It, it really isn't for me. And I don't think it's sustainable in the long term. And like if the market gets saturated, but like there's only so much of the pie that can be occupied by those sorts of games. So that's yeah. my major concern with Tencent buying more. But that, I guess the wider point to this is that there has been like a big um, uprising <laughs> in companies buying stakes in other companies um okay like um what happened the other week who was it it was a uh, i think it was tencent and sony either they might have both increased their stake in fromsoft um and, so, and together they both own like 40 50 percent of all of fromsoft now like this is getting more and more common and i don't know if this is, is just to you know uh, increase affiliation so so there can be more like business deals. I mean, it must be right. That's why people do these things. <laughs> yeah, or they just yeah, I guess yeah. Or it's just more direct profit, right, from a game from a company yeah. that sells shit art games at, um, by the bucket load. Um, but yeah, it's just investment, I guess. It's just you know long term investment. Um, yeah. So, um, 
Joaquin says back to me here, and this is um, a really good point, actually, which I was just ignorant to. Um, Rainbow Six Siege had a map had map changes in order to appease China and be more suitable for their audience. So yes, this will affect games in us, some aspects. It's a really good point. China is weird around their sense, uh, you know, how they censor yeah. stuff. I um, mean, generally over here in the West, we tend not to like that. Um, I don't sit too opposed to it personally, as a lot of people do. Obviously, I don't like things being like silly shit being censored, like you know, like having your country's flag in a map. Oh no, it might get shot. Like, like, come on, like, yeah. But you know, some things I, I, I guess I'm more up for debate and more I'll operate more in the grey area. Um, so it, it's a really good point. Yes, I, I suppose that that is. We'll have to see how that goes. Um, I, I don't know the business dealings of these things. Like, can people? Is there takesies backsies? <laughs> like, oh, there must be. If somebody buys a stake, can they be like? I guess somebody. I guess the company has to. The parent company has to buy it back, right? So is that how that would work? Like, mate, I'm really not too sure. But takesies backsies goes as far back as the Bible. So I'm sure it's. Yes. I'm sure it's a thing. Takesies backsies is <laughs> is a fair point. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Apparently the market the market regulates itself. Apparently, you know. So um, if 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 it doesn't work out and people don't like it, apparently it'll um, it'll sort itself out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Let's move away from politics before I get cancelled. Um, all right. Honorable mentions of the week, Tim. There was quite a lot. Um, in terms of showcases, right? We had the, the Ubisoft showcase. We did a little live reaction, even though it was a bit of a technical disaster, but we got through it uh, for Disney Marvel. Uh, and there was talks, lots of talks from CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk. Where do you want to start? <laughs> uh, I guess we'll start at the Disney thing. We can go over it briefly. Um, we do have a video on our channel, but yeah, we did get some technical difficulties to start. Um, we were both pretty underwhelmed, weren't we, by this showcase? Um, I was incredibly underwhelmed. Yeah, I think there was... I mean, I don't think I was expecting too much you know in terms of i wasn't expecting spider-man i wasn't expecting jedi fallen order 2 i wasn't expecting Why indiana not, jones really just for jedi fallen order not the other two no just jedi oh fallen order. i still think jedi fallen order is big enough actually what i was about to say yeah because nobody really has like marketing affiliation with it do they so i mean it's a good point and now that you mention it maybe that is exactly why i think yeah, xbox maybe, had it the first one so yeah maybe, maybe someone's got it yeah. yeah so but yeah i don't know i just wasn't expecting to see any of those so i guess i didn't really come in with too much hype like it would have been cool to maybe see like a teaser for like a mando thing that's been flowing around since since the earth was first oh, born um please so that would have been quite cool and it didn't really turn out to be anything um yeah not just being a pretty you know, underwhelming show. They showed off some stuff um, that we've already seen, but a, a lot of it was kind of CGI, wasn't it? Not much gameplay. There was like a, a trailer and then coming 23 and then that's all you got and you're like, well, it's hard to get excited for for a cinematic trailer and then a random date in 2023 that's not even established yet. Um, I'd say the one cool thing was Mid Midnight Suns being confirmed for this year. That was cool. Um, that was cool but yeah be even cooler if we got announced for Game Pass wouldn't it uh, that would be very very cool yeah although I still to think I'm probably gonna buy that game uh, again I'll see how it reviews say that. like Don't I do say that out loud 
<laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I'll see how it reviews like I do with everything, but it's it's very foreign to me to buy a game these days to just splash out like 60 quid, 60, 70 quid. It's really weird. It's crazy. It's, it's weird how my mind mindset's changed like that. And to be fair, the only game that I have bought recently was Call of the Lamb, and that's been like a really big disappointment. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever going to buy a game again. <laughs> really? You know? That's a bold statement. <laughs> yeah. Gotham? Um, yeah, I agree. Oh, Gotham, yeah, Gotham is definitely on the cards. There are some games that are on the cards at the end of this year. Um, it's just it's a bit disappointing that Xbox doesn't have any Game Pass deal with any of them. Um, considering there is such a big gap, I, I'm kind of surprised. Um, Hogwarts got delayed, so obviously that's off. And they've got market affiliation with um, Sony. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a mess show. Lots of CGI. The actual announcements themselves were quite cool, but um, like... The game they showed us at the end didn't even have a title. They were like, it's Captain America. This is Soldier. It's Black Panther. Yeah. It's a Black Panther Soldier. That's it. What Wakanda do I do? What's soldier. the game? Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? You just said, bla- said Black, Black Panther, Panther Soldier. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense. Doesn't a soldier that's in affiliation <laughs> with the Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of cool, but yeah, it ended up just again, like I said, it's hard to be excited for it. You don't know what it is. I don't even know what type of game that is. I don't know what it's called. I don't know when it's coming out. I like great. <laughs> it was just hard yeah, to get excited um, for yeah, quite yeah. a lot of that showcase. I think, but yeah, and then I have no idea what happened in the Ubisoft one. What what, what happened in the Ubisoft one? um what did happen i did watch it i watched it live uh it was they started out with mario's rabbit big upgrade i thought i already told you i finished that game i think i spoke about this last week didn't i, I yeah. finished that game like in the last week or two give it like a 7.5 thought it was good not great um i like how this one looks like a, a step up and a, a bit more of a shake up so i'll keep my eye on that one uh, it, it looks good I, I think it looks very good um yeah but I might need a bit of a break from XCOM style games, so I'll wait a couple of years, a couple of decades for when Nintendo actually drop the price of their fucking games, but, you know. Ah, oh, never gonna happen, um, mate. If it's got Mario in it, you're never seeing that game drop price. I know. He's a plumber. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know I mean, exactly nothing wrong with plumbers. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like, why, why is he such a hot commodity? I don't even get me started on the fact that he's Italian. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Um and then they showed Skull and Bones. Do you remember that game? Skull and Bones? Uh, yeah, I do. yeah, I really think that that game is just it's not gonna make a splash at all. Hey. <laughs> um Yeah, I I mean, I'm always up for supporting games, but I just don't think this thing's gonna drop well. I just don't think it's it's i feel like it's been in development for ages and it's just i don't know it's not really doing anything for me i i I look at it and i'm just like that seems like so much work like i feel like that game would be a chore to play you know do you get that sort of vibe from it yes it looks like a ubisoft it looks like ubisoft open world map game but you're a boat you play as a boat yeah, but it just looks like overly complex because they're just like, it's so realistic in the ship and you 
you control all 600 ropes on the ship. It's like, well, fantastic. <laughs> like, this is giving me anxiety. I don't want this. Um, so, yeah. And, like, a golden opportunity to become the de facto pirate game, um, I think. See, you tell its own thing. I don't think these people really gather them for what they're trying to do, you know, with the damn box kind of exploring approach, just motion, I think. Um, if somebody went for like a progression heavy pirate aim, if it was like a Ubisoft that was, you know, fairly rather than a market test, I think it would still get a lot of traction. Run around on, on islands, a bit of, you know, third person gun action, sword action, mm. and then you play as a ship. Um, with, you know, progression, upgrade your guns, yada, yada, yada. I think that would, I think that would be popular, but they haven't. They've just totally forgoed the, the walk around on land bit. You just, you play as a boat. And yeah. you don't share boats with your friends. You all have your own boat. I don't know if that's just missed opportunity to me. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it could have just expanded on where Sea of Thieves lacks in terms of, like, combat, like, on, on ground combat and stuff like that, and um, maybe some storytelling. I mean, obviously, Sea of Thieves has gotten better over the years, but... Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just not doing anything for me, um, like at all, personally. But mm, agree. Uh, Chet's telling me that we're roboting. Hang on, are we back? Uh, yeah, now? you roboted for a bit. I think you had a bit of a lag spike. I just kind of let it play out because I just thought you'd come back in like ten seconds, and you did. I just think you had a bit of a lag spike. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we're now. back. It was only on your end because everything seems to be running smoothly and now you're fine again, so. Great. That's fine. It's so weird. I've even got like a... I got a little adapter to plug an Ethernet cable into my Mac because Macs don't have... Oh, Ethernet yeah, I've got the same thing. Yeah. Inputs. Yeah. That shouldn't be happening. Our viewers deserve the best, you know? And they're not no, getting no. There. No. <laughs> um... So what happened after that? I can't remember. There was a lot of... Uh, I feel like I'm missing something uh, for the rest of the Ubisoft show. There was definitely more in the middle that I'm blanking on right now. Uh, but they closed out with a big Assassin's Creed segment, obviously. Oh, and Mirage. man, this was... It, yeah, it was very confusing. Mirage got leaked a couple of weeks back, so we knew that something was called Mirage. Mirage? Mirage. Um, uh, but I'm like dead confused I, I zoned out like, I actually zoned out because they, they announced like six Assassin's Creed things they wow. announced three project names they were like there's Project Hexy there's Project Red there's Project and I was Project uh, something else like, I was like what is happening yeah um, I haven't I haven't had a chance to read up on the details again but um, I'll need to because I'm sure some, like you know some articles would have made it a bit clearer but it does seem like there's a a game in I think it was in China uh, there was Mirage, which was, I, I think it was, was it Baghdad? Someone will have to correct me again. Somewhere in the Middle East, I think. Um, mm. Which was like a return to roots it was meant to be. Um, that's the, the the leaks, anyway. Um, yeah, so a lot of Assassin's Creed. Like, where, where's your interest level with Assassin's Creed these days? Oh, it's, it's quite it's quite small, um, I'm going to be honest. Um, I got Valhalla mainly because I wanted a bit of a technical showcase for my console. And I was like, let's just see what it looks like. Uh, it was the best looking game um, out 
you know, when these consoles launched. Um, so I did splash out and get it. And by no means was it a bad game. But as with pretty much every Ubisoft game I boot up, I I don't complete it because it its story and quest design can never keep me interested for the insane length that they go for in their games. That like if if you're playing like an RPG of any kind, whether it's like Watch Dogs or like Assassin's Creed or anything, you know, you're kinda looking like minimum of like thirty, forty hours probably for the campaign. Uh, and there's so much side stuff, like to the point your map is just so cluttered. Um it was just a bit daunting for me. Um and Assassin's Creed's have always been like that. I tend to buy them, but I tend to not really do anything with them. Um so I think I'm I think I'm just gonna put the addiction away, maybe. Not that high. Just hop in, kill a couple of boys and call it there. Yeah. Yeah, like I tried Origins as well and again I, I quite liked Origins, but it's just I don't know, they can never hold my interest long enough for their the entire length of their campaign. And I mean, I think you can kind of speak for that as well. I know you completed Valhalla, but you know, you did say at certain points you really wish you were playing another game, and like you just set yourself <laughs> the task to complete it, and you just grind it. I'm it. Yeah. It's an achievement. I'm quite like it's. I put it on my CV for sure. It's on my resume. Yeah. No, I'd put it there. Hundred percent. Um, and I, I will say, and this isn't. This is not a dig because i think this is increasingly normal but like we we regularly prod tim for his how d- no, difficulty no, he has in finishing games hang on no it's okay it's okay <laughs> like that's normal i think that's normal these days to like not finish because like especially with how bloated games are getting and obviously assassin's creed games like don't really count here because they're fucking endless um but i think it does speak to like how people generally feel about these style of games that a lot of people play them for 15 hours and then are like i'm not doing this for another 45 hours yeah (laughs) exactly yeah but i mean hell for someone who buys one game a year or two a couple games a year or something like that and you know you're a little bit older maybe you've got a family and all that Right, Assassin's Creed is ridiculous value for money if you enjoy that type of game as well and you just chip away at it slowly. Like it's insane the 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 value for money for that game. So, you know, I think it just appeals to different people. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing I kept saying, like, you know, everybody like laughs when, when I say I played Assassin's Creed Valhalla for seventy hours. And it, like it like I'd give it an eight out of ten. I'd give that game an eight out of ten. Um it was it was really solid. Um, I, I, I always say it dragged on for too long um, but I just found myself like if I had time like if I just wanted to chill it, it became a cosy gaming game you know like if I had a podcast to listen to or I just had like a couple of hours where I didn't really want to sweat out at a PvP game it's just very easy to load into it's very pretty like the music was really good uh, and just like kill some boys you know get some better loot it's just very easy to go into it. I think. Yeah. I think they sell. It. There's a reason they still sell really well. Uh, people, they just, they're very market tested and they're very easy. The barrier of entry is very low. So, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Joaquin says, "What are your guys' thoughts on Matt Booty giving an Xbox Studios update? I think the Coalition helping Undead Labs sounds interesting. I think 
Did we touch on this a little bit last week? I'm pretty sure we talked about... Um, un- yeah. Well, no, we talked about, like, studios helping. helping. No, we talked about the, just the whole topic of just studios helping out other studios and, like, should that be... Should you be worried when you see that and should it be frowned upon or whatever and stuff like that? Um, okay. We just went over the thing as a whole. I don't think we specifically talked about Coalition and Undead Labs. No. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember. I felt like, yeah, because I, I, I listened to that whole interview with Matt Booting and we, we spoke about that and he, he touched on Fable when he said, I want to show you this and Fable and Playground were like, no, <laughs> you yeah. will not. Um, yeah, so that, that whole interview, yeah, and I think one of the things he said was that the, the Coalition are helping Undead Labs, which is which is news to us, um, which is which is great news because um, Undead Labs has always missed um, no, that level of, of polish and refinement that, that really... Mm-hmm. I don't know. They should have had the State of Decay 2, I feel. Um, yes. I'll yeah. let it slide because it was only their second game. Uh, but they did ups- They did upsize, but they were a first-party studio at that time. Um, it was just really missing that level of, of polish um, that I think a first-party studio should have had. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. And, I think uh, we're both in agreement where State of Decay 2 definitely could have used a little bit more time in the oven uh there's some great ideas there and um help if coalition can help sort out their shooting and stuff like that and incorporate because did state of k have like a cover system in it could you like duck behind things and stuff like uh oh i don't know actually i can't remember but like that like those sort of things like coalition can definitely help with like and just yeah just polish out their game like i i think the ideas that state of decay had and undead labs and stuff like that were were fine on paper i don't think that was their issue um yeah just just polish and proper co-op give me proper co-op or fucking i'll burn your studio to the ground Right, yeah. Or, or at least if you are going to do some tether system, make it very, very big. If you've got a massive open world like that, you're like, oh, it's so silly. It's like the whole, it's like it's the thing with Halo as well. And like they've said it's really big, but it's like, uh, like something tells me it's to do with the Xbox One performance and everything. But like, I, I don't see a rationale from it from a design angle. It's like, if I want to stay close to my friends, I will. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand it from a limitation and a performance angle. Anyway, yes, big thumbs up. Coalition, you know, you can go back and watch our tier list video that we made and Coalition are like, I think we put them at S tier. Amazing studio. Everybody's excited to see what they're doing next, um, whether that's, you know, their their smaller IP, the new IP that they're doing or Gear 6. Um, everybody's excited to see what they do next. Um, so mm-hmm. that's good. That's great. They, they are wizards with uh, Unreal Engine. So. And uh, Hive Busters was pretty good. Pretty good. Right. Let's get the ABK stuff out of the way. Um, New Zealand has uh, has uh, lengthened, I guess, their probe. They, you know, they want a, a more in-depth probe, and that means that's going to be their fine. They, you know, their next decision, their next update is going to be um, on November the 11th. So this is going on for even longer. Um, you know, whatever. This essentially means it won't happen at this side of the year. You know, we in a podcast a while back, we there was some whispering around the industry that, oh, actually, this is moving quicker than maybe everybody thought it might do. But now there's kind of a lot of international interest and there's a lot of probing going on. So summer, <laughs> probably summer 23, just like uh, Xbox said in the first place, or June, I think they said June 23 was the yeah. estimate. Yeah. 
Although, Tim, I am. Um, I was having this thought when we were watching the Disney Showcase, um, and how much Disney owe. Have you ever? Scary. Did that, did that cross your mind? Did that cross your mind when we were watching that showcase? <laughs> oh. oh, it all crosses my mind all the time. They own a ridiculous amount of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in constant fear. I'm in constant fear that I'm next. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure you are. I pretty they already own I, you. I'm convinced. I think Jesus. they might claim your child come November. Yeah, just they kick might. down your door and claim it. Um, yeah, yeah, the man. Mouse. It's uh, it's super scary. They have a lot. Because, like, because when we were watching that, I was like, like a couple of IPs came up that, I'm, that I was like, oh yeah, God, I forgot. This is under that banner. The fact, the fact that Marvel's still under it is kind of crazy now because that's yeah. one of the biggest properties in the in the world, um, mm. with the cinematic universe and everything. Like Alien was there, Tron mm. was there, um, you know, all of the Star Wars stuff. Like Indiana Jones mm. wasn't there, but obviously that would be part of it as well. It's like all the Lucas art stuff. It's just like, oh my god, and like the sheer breadth um, that. Uh, of IP that Disney owns just makes me think there's not a single chance that Xbox's purchase here is going to be like I understand the probing this is their job to figure out if there's anything nefarious going on but like come on yeah Disney owns like 40% of the creative IP in the like across the world like it's it's nuts there's no you can't be doing this now you can't like I know Disney pays 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 you off and everything but it's just nuts yeah yeah, when you think about it that way, yeah, it's uh, it's tiny in comparison, isn't it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, that's nice. Well, Tim, Tim says in the chat here, three of the five top brands in the world are owned by Disney. That is just ridiculous. Uh, all right, let's um, move into the news then. Um, while Tim blows his nose. <laughs> It's rough. I needed, it's rough to, I, needed to, I needed to sneeze and it didn't come out. That sucks. It's the worst. It is the worst. Although the opposite end of that spectrum is four to five back-to-back sneezes. And as you told me yesterday, that's yeah. not ideal either. Any more than two sneezes, I get so angry. I hate it. I'm so <laughs> done with this. <laughs> like, I, I understand. Like, it's not pleasant, but the fact that it takes you to anger, I think is quite interesting. Yeah, I don't know. What do you I'm mean? Just, do you I'm just done with it. I'm just I'm f- I'm done with my body whiplashing itself after two, like just stop. <laughs> yeah, like, like three or four is just obnoxious, and I just start getting irritated. Yeah, that's fair enough. I can't argue with that. Okay, let's move into the news. There, there ain't so there ain't that many news stories, but what we do have is quite big, and I think there's some really um, good and important conversations to have here. So I'd be interested to hear if there's anybody in the chat, um, if you if you have anything to say about these as we go through them. Um, I know there's some questions that people have asked, some things that people have put in the chat that are relevant to some of these questions, particularly pertaining to Jim crying Ryan. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I, I promised myself I wasn't going to say that, but I when I saw it, it in the chat. I was like, it's too good to not say, so I'm already breaking promises. Um, so, uh, and also, if you're still here, if you're, if you're watching us live, hello, or you're watching afterwards, if you could really hit that, if you could hit that like button, that'd be really lovely. Consider subscribing. We do this every week. We do some extra stuff as well, if you're lucky, if you behave. So, um, help that really helps out if you could do that. Tim. Yes. 
there is a certain arcane game, isn't there, that we kind of that we like do we would like to play very much. Uh huh. What if I told you? Um, uh, the exclusivity deal for that is uh, is not coming to an end. <laughs> um, yeah. In the next week, in the next week, as it should be. Mm-hmm. As promised, and in actual fact, is being extended another six to twelve months. How would um, how would that make you feel? <laughs> Hypothetically, <laughs> we lost him. We lost him. Is it actually it's difficult? Well, it's, I knew it wasn't. It's a coming. trying time. But okay, well, okay. So there's no there's no official confirmation. It, it's more that um, PS Plus has added Deathloop to their lineup for for, for this month. Yeah, uh, and the Game Pass lineup for this month does not include Deathloop from what's been announced. Um, so, and I've, I can't think of a single time that we've had a, a shared game across both subscription services. Um, and that includes games with Gold or, or PS Plus before it was the Game Pass clone that it is now. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's a bit sad. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, obviously that's very sad. I don't, I'm just hoping it's not another like six to 12 months. Like, I mean, any delay sucks, but, like, I just hope it's maybe just, like, another month or two. Like, I still want it this year. If it's not this year, I'm going to be so... I'm going to be so mad. I think I might, like, eat eat something I shouldn't. Like a <laughs> deodorant can. Out of comfort can. or out of, out of anger? No, out of oh, anger. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, like, something, like, I shouldn't. Like, I shouldn't physically eat. Not, like, a burger. Like, a greasy-ass burger. Like an object I shouldn't right. be eating. Um, yeah. It's like a, a form of self-harm. Like, yeah, cry, exactly. cry for attention. Protest, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just... And I mean, even saying it out loud, it's so stupid. It's just like, oh man, I really hope we get it this year. It's like, we, we own them. I don't... You know what? We Xbox own the studio. I just don't... I'm so <laughs> mad. I just want to play it. It looks fun. It looks like a really fucking fun game. I'm really annoyed. It'd be perfect. Right now, that game would be perfect for me. Yeah, because it's such a... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That fucking dry spell because right everything's getting delayed under the fucking yeah. sun and like mm-hmm. it would have been so nice to have this but yeah and it's, it's gonna be brilliant when it gets when it gets crammed into um you know march of 23 you know yeah when there's you know because of course there's only 364 games releasing next year and this will be yeah. the 365th you know for the full slate. like i think i literally have to fucking quit my 
job to play all the games next year and then what Deathloop comes yeah. out I'm sorry I'm I'm not even going to give Deathloop the time of day when some of the stuff that we're yeah. looking forward to comes out in 23 yeah it's like they did it on purpose like this like, this just feels like a fucking personal attack <laughs> like, that's yeah. the worst part of this <laughs> can, can you um how how confident are you in sw- swapping between scenes on OBS right now because I really want to just show that cat that I've got in the in the notes it's, oh, it's just perfect yeah. it's just okay, how it yeah. makes me feel let me let me see how this <laughs> let me see how this will go okay if oh, you're an okay. audio listener yeah. sorry we're, we are wasting your time a little bit but we're trying to go up we're trying to go up in the world you know we're, we're fiddling around with OBS with some different scenes <laughs> um, and you know sometimes I make comments on Twitter that I think are really funny and they're probably not but I don't know it just it just makes me laugh you're a funny guy dude <laughs> So yeah, this is I mean, the, I try. Uh, this is the cat that Deck put inside our notes. Everybody knows the you know, it's like the screaming cat with a red filter over the top and he's got like such wet eyes. Yeah, from, it's from it's perfect. Tears. It's literally exactly how I feel. It perfectly encapsulates everything. Um He's kind of like he's like crying a little bit. He's like tearing up. You can see the cat like tearing yeah. up as well. <laughs> It's so much emotion like behind it. one picture. It's anger, it's sadness, and it's like... It's just not knowing as well. Like, <laughs> It's fear of the unknown. Yeah, exactly. A bit Lovecraftian. True. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it really is. But yeah, because no, it's like... Fantastic... That was, I, I, thank you, thank you. Because I, like, I, I, I replied to the Game Pass Twitter with that. Like, moments like moments after they put up the Game Pass library. Like I scanned it, immediately saw there was no death loop, and I was like, no death loop, and slammed a cat meme in. Did you get any, uh, I don't know, I did you get any likes on that bad boy? Oh, oh, you bet I did. Like, nice. you know, doing numbies, doing numbies with the four likes, you know. Yeah, that's um, what we do out here. So, so that's going to be a damn shame. Um, alongside that comes the Game Pass additions for the month, um, which we'll go over, but I just want to quickly cover some of the things that have been said in the chat. Uh, Timma says, uh, do you think we will get numbers for Deathloop when ZeniMax Europe issues its financial statements this month? It'd be interesting to see uh, to, to know whether the game is a success or not. Uh, and there's also no DLC for Deathloop, which I find odd. Um, in terms of the financial statements, can't really speak for that, Timma. I'd like to hope so. In terms of the game being a success... I, I would quite confidently say no. What Deathloop being a success? Um, what? Yes, like yeah. in terms of financial reports, like if ZeniMax, yeah, I, I would say I'd I would quite confidently say no. That game was not a success um, for a handful of reasons. Uh, the marketing was very confusing for a long time. I'd mm-hmm. say they pulled it together in the last month to actually make sense of what the game is. But if you're a bystander, not a chance. You know what Deathloop is, like what that game means. It's just um, weird. Maybe some of the... did the similar thing with Redfall as well. Like they just really don't know how to sell themselves. <laughs> They're like a perfect. Mate, they make like amazing games, and then and then they just don't know how to sell it. They just turn up and yeah. they just like botch the interview. You know, like even though yeah. they're like perfect for the job. I know. I know. It's crazy. I was, I was watching. Um, I was talking to Beth about this. I was just like looking for games to play there on games. Game Pass, um, which was like, oh, maybe something scary would be good, you know, coming up to Halloween. Everything. I was like, you should play Prey. It's not a horror game, but it's it's spooky for sure. Like it's very atmospheric. Yeah. Play Prey. I was like, let's let's watch the trailer for it. Um, and it, she was like, I'm not playing that. And it's like, 
it's like an action game. Like they market it like a, a COD game. You're like running around like pumping aliens with a shotgun, yeah, like just launching weird. fire pillars into the sky. And it's like that is not what Prey is. Like you can do those things, but they mm. just can't get this their marketing to capture what's special about their games. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I think you're right. Like the marketing struggled. Sorry, man. Um, right. And it was PS5 only. I think it wasn't cross-gen. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just going to uh, uh, agree with your point that just Arcane just do that, yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and the fact that it's only been on one platform for this long as well, rather than being multi-plat, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's sad, and I don't know, I feel like there's just, there's only so many punches Arcane can take before, like, I'm hoping someone just doesn't turn around and just be like, well, I'm sorry, but your games just don't make money. <laughs> because it would just be right. such a shame because it's just like i don't know man yeah it's very weird but yeah. it, it's like for sure if um if xbox had which is one of the reasons i'm so glad that xbox did buy bethesda because if they hadn't for sure arcane would have been on the shopping block for bethesda or for Zenimax, mm. you know to get rid of um and that's that's frightening. And I think Game Pass is going to serve uh, serve their games really well. I mean, maybe. I mean, to be fair, now that Deathloop is on PS Plus, you know, maybe maybe it sees a big boost in players, and that would be so. That would be a really interesting um, bit of data to have, you know. Um, yeah. Because from what I could tell, Prey, like Dishonored, I think was probably still their most popular IP, but Prey very much slid under the radar. And then had like a big resurgence when it got added yeah. when Xbox bought Bethesda and it got frame rate boost, particularly frame rate boost. People love that, obviously. Um, loading screens were, um, it, I think it got optimized. So loading screens were like, you know, got a bigger uh, upgrade uh, with Series S and X. And, um, and it was put on Game Pass. Yeah. So from what I can tell, that game got a big cultural kind of resurgence um, at that point. So I think definitely yeah. maybe could do the same thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'd play it if I fucking could. <laughs> yeah, if I had a choice, I'd bloody well do it. All right, let's let's cover these um, these Game Pass games for the month. Then it's um, it's an okay month. I mean, maybe not for me, but I think it's quite strong in, in quite a few ways. Um, we had Disney Dreamlight Valley, of course. There's been a lot of interest with that with the casual gaming market, and um, yeah. I don't know if I should say this because it sounds really bad. Boomers, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it anyway. Go. It, it's it's really it's gonna it's bit from from my subjective point of view from my anecdotal experience. Disney Dreamlight Valley is a very popular game with with women. Yo. First we tackle communism, and then <laughs> this. Are you just out to get cancelled, man? No, it's true. I mean, no, my on, girlfriend's playing it right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, my wife and her sister are also going to be playing it. Um, yeah. But like, it, it's known that these sorts of games, are, like for one reason, Jesus Christ, what have I done? <laughs> like, it, uh, <laughs> it's, for one reason or another, um, a lot of these semi building type games um, seem to resonate um, with a female audience. Um, I think, you know, you can make a lot of arguments for why that's the case. Um, a lot of shooters, etc., etc., and mainstream games are like tend to target men. Um, 
oh, there's a reason Overwatch has a really it has like the highest male to female ratio or the, the, the most even ratio because it has really good representation and diversity in its in its catalog um, and it, its roster so um yeah, yeah but, i mean it, it's known that these sorts of games do resonate with with that um demographic so that's good as well um it looks kind of it looks pretty good to be honest like, i was quite surprised when i saw the trailers for it yeah i mean i've seen it being played firsthand i watched like the first like couple hours um yeah, it seems fine, man. You know, it's definitely a game. If you're that, into that, yeah. If you're into that, you could definitely just like feel like you've blinked and like eight hours have gone, and you're like, I have a mansion. I'm best friends with Mickey. I had an affair with Goofy. <laughs> like so much shit can happen. No, no, no. I'm just I'm taking yeah. While well, well, he's serving me breakfast. Yeah, but like, there's just you could definitely lose yourself in that sort of world. Um, yeah, if that's the sort of thing you're into. If you're a Sims player, if you're an Animal Crossing player, any sort of um, any kind of those games, um, you're you're gonna like this. Assuming you don't hate Disney, um, you know, and like Mickey Mouse and Goofy are pretty annoying sometimes. I like. Yes, they're loud. They're so loud, and they just like walk into your house, so and you're like, "Yo, yeah, not sure I'm okay <laughs> with this." And they just start screaming. Oh, are we talking about the game? Requests at you, Tim. Tim. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> about the game. To, come back to Earth, buddy. We are okay. That's fine. I thought I'm I lost Mickey you to Mouse that, you know. covered into my house. Early onset psychosis. Yeah, that uh, no, was fine. I just, I just wanted to check. You're like, Mickey Mouse just comes in sometimes, starts screaming requests at me, and I'm like, "How'd you get in here?" yeah so i stab him and i bury him in the back garden and he just keeps coming back you're like oh Oh." i have to make another grave i have to bury him in another grave yeah the police come around they tell me there are people buried in my back garden i say no that's mickey yeah (laughs) that's three mickeys yeah it's three mickeys weirdly i haven't seen any of my family in a while just mickey's everywhere that's a dad shaped grave that's a mum shaped grave <laughs> oh god yeah mickey came in on all fours definitely wasn't my dog <laughs> which is weird he's a fucking mouse but he stands why is nobody asking these hard questions why is do you bipedal mouse what's going on um yeah and like i was saying earlier like disney um with how much disney owns like that if that game has like you know gets um a decent player base they can just add to that forever uh here's the iron yeah. man update is oh there's a, a xenomorph probably not a xenomorph here's a tron yeah. you know you definitely you can see jack sparrow in that game 100 uh, percent. yeah oh, like he's probably there he's probably already there you know yeah he might already be there yeah he's the he's the rum the rum dealer <laughs> <laughs> yeah <Yo, dude. laughs> Uh, Retro Ages chimes in and says, "Well, this got dark quickly. Yeah, sorry. It's um, we kind of we do this sometimes. Sometimes we go off on tangents. It's not it's not it's real. I promise. Don't call the police. No yeah, need. Don't. You don't, don't even know where I am anyway, so I dare you. <laughs> if you come in, I probably think you're Mickey anyway. So you better watch your fucking back. Yeah, exactly. We all know I'm pretty unhinged at this point, so I wouldn't do anything drastic. Uh, yeah, that's right." Um, okay okay I can see more comments about the, the, the big story um, which is obviously the the Jim Ryan thing um, which we're going to get there I, I 
God damn, I promise we will get there. So let me just swing through the Game Pass games in case you don't know, in case you've heard of any of these, Tim. Obviously, Disney Dreamlight Valley, Opus Magnum. I don't know what that is. Train Sim World. That's big. That's big. One of the big ones. Ashes. Ashes of the Singularity. DC League of Super Pets. Huge. You Suck at Parking. Looks kind of fun, actually. Looks kind it of did fun. look kind of fun. Yeah. That's like up to eight players, so that would have been that would have been a good one for last night, but it's not out yet, you know. Not this week. September 14th. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, D- Despot's Games? Despot's Game? I don't know what that is. Yeah. Is that a party game game? It kind of... The, the, the art looks like a party game. Hmm, interesting. Maybe. I've never heard of it. But yeah. No. And then probably uh, the, the premiere uh, entry for the month on Game Pass is Metal Hellsinger. Uh, which is, do, you, do you know what that is? It's like nope. a rhythm-based Doom game. Really? You've not, you've not seen anything about this? That surprises me. No, I've never seen. Nope. Uh, yeah, it, it's a rhythm-based Doom, basically. Oh, cool. Uh, I think uh, someone will have to, who knows more about like heavy rock than I do, will have to let me know who the band is. But there's a band did a whole, you know, made a whole album. Um, okay, so for the game, essentially. Apparently, um, Despot's game is a roguelike tactics army builder. And oh it's, fucking and as it's, if. And it's single player uh, with online PvP. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I don't you, think you can. What? Oh, fuck, I just closed the tab. <laughs> a uh, a roguelike tactics. Yeah, a roguelike a army plan. builder. Army builder. Yeah, Sounds kind of cool, but it, that's just not what I thought that was. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, have a look at Metal Hellsinger when you get a chance. Um, game oh. actually looks kind of fire, and it's 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 early previews i think have been very positive i think that game's going to be like 80s 80s or above mm-hmm. metal health it's, like, it's still first person shooter yeah and you shoot to the rhythm you do more damage when you, you know you blast to the rhythm um i i it looks cool i'll probably give it a go even if somebody doesn't like that genre of music um, that much i will i will dip my toes in oh okay tim it's yeah. ui time Let's do it. Um, so okay. the next, so so I'm just going to bundle these stories together because um, they're kind of one of the same. Uh, but we got an update this week, uh, which was um, noise suppression in party chats. Um, that's in your that's in your party chats right now. If you go to the little options bit, you scroll down, it will say noise suppression. Uh, it, I think it's on by default. Um, uh, is there much to say about this? Really good stuff. Uh, yeah, it's a nice I think, feature. I know because the other day we were playing with our friend and I did notice I, I feel like a lot of people sound like a little bit louder and I don't know if that's just because the noise suppression is kicking in only a little bit like maybe five ten percent um, potentially yeah I'd I'd be interested to see someone do some tests on this uh, because this is obviously really helpful for me with yeah, having a baby at the end of the year you know I, I don't want my friends to be hearing you know cooing in the, in the background you know yeah um so that, that's great, you know. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, we have the UI update. Uh, so this is so 
it's it, they, they've said it's kind of an ongoing thing it's due to release early 23 and they're like gathering feedback now but they have an early idea of what they wanted it to look like and the general response and reception to this has been a little bit mixed chat keep me honest here what does this how does this ui look to you are you liking this you're not liking this tim kick us off is this good or bad um yeah i mean we we talked about it a little bit on twitter didn't we we had a couple messages i think it's i think it's fine but in all honesty i would have liked something a little bit more exciting um and and i just want like my social feedback too like in all honesty i think it'd be kind of cool if they just gave the user more control over the dashboard as well to sort of give give people the option to choose what they want to display you know choose if they want a news feed like drag and drop it like i want my i want my uh my dashboard on the right side to have a news feed and then i want the left side to be my games and apps and the most recent games i've played i don't want the microsoft store on there you know that sort of thing that like you can sort of pick and choose and like pin what you want there i think that'd be really cool um and i mean lots of uis for computers and stuff like that have this where you're able to do that sort of stuff um and just select your own tiles and um i think that'd be cool almost like widgets on your phone you know how you can customize like your android phone or your iphone and stuff like that Uh, but yeah that's that would be my ideal approach to the situation but this just looks like a kind of dumbed down version of what we've already got that somehow looks more cluttered when i look at it weirdly enough like i don't know it's it, it's kind of weird i don't feel like there should be yeah that many games up there at least for like recently played stuff like just hogging up like 80 percent of your screen um i feel like that could be utilized in a better way yeah um i'm with you i i, I think you're so right with what you said before um i have no idea why we don't have more options for customization with this dashboard. I don't know why. I mean, maybe it's a bigger task than a lot of us think it is, but considering, like, I, I, I'm fairly sure it's it's known that the, the UI and the dashboard is built on UWP, right? Which is, the, you know, the Universal's Windows, uh, Universal Windows platform. Um, and, and that's what, like, uh, the Windows phones are built on, and they all have, like, they all have these same features where you can, like, drag and drop and adjust the size of the widgets, uh, yeah. and, and I don't know, I just don't understand because that would put, that would be such a, a leap ahead for console UIs. But that level of customized, it's not a thing, I don't think, for any other consoles. Like, yeah. To be able to, like you said, you know, I can have like a mini activity feed on the on the right side to see what my friends are doing. I could just have my jump back in here, um, my games and apps. And that's it. For me, that's like kind of all I need. Maybe a Microsoft Rewards pin for me because I'm an addict. Um, yeah. Well, that's kind of all I need. Um, and a like, lot, uh, one of the biggest bits of feedback that I keep seeing on Twitter, Tim, is is that backgrounds, it like, is is obfuscating backgrounds too much. You know, covering it up, and, and people yeah. want to see like the artwork and the like dynamic themes are coming in now. So, so what's with trying to cover it up so much? You know, what, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts with that? Yeah, I just think everything is just too big there. I feel like the tiles could definitely just be smaller overall. Like I said, I I just I I don't know why like 80 percent not 80 percent but i don't know why like half the screen is just being used to display your last five games that you played like really 
Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. You can make those smaller. It's not like people won't see them. Like, oh, what was the yeah. last game I played? Halo Infinite? I can't tell because the fucking tile was not big enough. Um, mm. I, just, I just think it's too big. And like weirdly looking at it, this isn't too far how, off how the Switch UI looks. Yeah. Like yeah, genuinely. Right. It's just a row of fucking squares. And then underneath it, the Switch has got like the eShop and everything that you go to. But those are like circular widgets where these are still squares. It's really not far off from that. Like genuinely. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. I feel like you could just do so much more. Obviously, we don't know what's like underneath like this initial like homepage and stuff like that. Like there could be some some cool stuff. There have been there, some videos. But... Oh, okay, there have been. There have been yeah. some videos, and it's it's. Uh, I don't know if you, you know, when you go on the games Game Pass app and you scroll down and it's like vert, it's like horizontal rows. You know what I mean? It's like a genre, yeah. and then some of yeah. will be like a, uh, like the background will get covered and it'll be a it had different piece of artwork horizontally and then it will go. Yeah. For the, it's quite hard to explain. It's it's like that. I, I don't like it at all, to be honest. Um, this is tolerable, but not good. But when you scroll down, I, I didn't like what I saw at all. It's just, uh, okay. it's just rows of shit. Like, there's just no flavor to it. Um, and I don't know. Do you remember when, like, I, people gave the Xbox One dashboard a lot of shit, but I, I didn't mind the layout of it. It's just there was a bit too much of a focus on TV. Um, hmm. And the performance was not good. It was, it's crazy that it's only in this generation that the performance of the dashboard has started to be good. Um, yeah. But they used to be tabs on the top and you could bumper over to them. Do you remember? There was like home and yeah. there was activity feed, which would be perfect. And then there was store. Like where, can we just have that? Because then yeah. we wouldn't have to have a store tab here. We wouldn't have to have a, like just give a whole tab to Game Pass. <laughs> like why are they so scared of horizontal scrolling? Let's like, just vertical everywhere. I don't yeah. Know yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, that that was ideal. It was it was easy to just have like you jump back in on your homepage, you right bumper over, you can have a quick little gander like what your friends are doing and stuff like that. So apologies for the voice crack, uh, and then you right bumper <laughs> over again, and yeah, you you buy stuff. You look at Games Pass, you look at the store and all that. I mean, one thing I'll say is I quite like the universal search button on the homepage, like at the top, just up on the D-pad, you search something, boom, you're in the store, you're whatever. Like, that's okay. But, can't, but isn't that already a thing you can just press Y to do right now? Uh, only once you're in the store, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I can't remember. But, yeah, there's just there's just so much more you can do here, um, especially when they've tried to be quite colourful with it in the past. It's just like, why not? Make it customization. And where are the avatars? Again. Oh my Not god. Not care about avatars, but we had an avatar 2.0, like whole launch, and then they're just fucking yeah, buried yeah. within like six submenus again. Like, it just they can't make their mind up. They don't know a direction to pick. Like, do you want it to be social yeah. or not? Like pick one. Have a social it, tab. It just feels like Yeah, that's right. I I I don't know. I, I know. I know. We're just speaking from us, and we would we would benefit a lot from like kind of having that activity feed, that social feed. Um, like I would, I would be absolutely in favors of, of avatars coming back. Like it's one of the. If you ask someone who st who went to PS4 after the 360 generation, what they remember most about the 360 experience, they're gonna say like blades. They're gonna say avatars. Um, and now like they just seem to have really gone out of fashion. And I don't know if it's maybe it's just because they're not like it's not as easy to monetize now or something. I don't know, but. Yeah, um, 
it still feels like a missed opportunity, man. Um, but even if people don't like and I, it and it's something that only benefits us or something like that or a said amount of players, it's like if it's in another tab, people don't need to go into it. You don't need to use it. Like I get that it might be a lot of development time and stuff like that for you know what they deem people don't necessarily need when they've done like focus groups and stuff they're like people don't actually want this so why would we spend dev time on it but like i don't know yeah it it feels like they're still on the trajectory that they were on in like 2015 when the dashboard performed like shit and they were like we need to simplify this so that yes everything everything is just a couple of clicks away um like everything is smashed together uh, so, so people have to don't fuck around with you know taxing the performance on the Xbox One. Um, it sounds like they're still on that trajectory when it's like you don't need that now. You've given us uh, like a, a beefy computer, like it can handle a more in-depth dashboard. You can you can make stuff. You can put stuff in here, and it will be okay. It won't explode <laughs> unless they know something we don't. And maybe it will. Dashboard is clearly the most you know resource-intensive part of the of the machine. Somehow, yeah. But yeah, so don't hate it, but don't love it. I'm a solid like six out of ten on this. Like I'm not, yeah, vibing that hard with it. Yeah, I I mean, hopefully we will see some meaningful changes by the time this rolls around because it 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 just feels so minimal. And I I don't mind the function here. I don't mind having the recently played games just there. You know, I I I know they're just basing that off data. It's the same reason they have quick resume. Well, hey, it's because they know that most people cycle between four, four to five games and yeah. like at one time. So being able to just hop between them, easy peasy is, is why that's there. But I, again, like I don't see why those five tiles can't just be collated into like a, a bladed folder, you know, where you, like if I had the choice to do that, I would do that. And I would just title it sort of recently played games. And then, yeah, I could yeah. just click into it and then see them all, and that would clear up my entire dashboard. And it's just one additional click. That's a worthy trade-off for me. Um, maybe not for everyone, but that's why we're preaching customization, <laughs> so we can like, like you're you're built on a platform to do this more so than like any other gaming, like Switch, like Nintendo. I don't have a the the background uh, or the the technical kind of um, foundation to do that like Xbox do, nor the PlayStation. So yeah. please lean into that. Please. Mm-hmm. That's my feedback. Similar. Okay. Similar to me. Two stories left in. Okay. Ending on the big one. All right. Second to last, penultimate. Uh, the Xbox Elite Series 2 is evolving with more ways to play like a pro. See, am Ooh. I the only one that was a little bit confused with the marketing behind this? Nope. Why are they calling it Series 2 when it Series 2 already exists? It's called the Series 2 Core. If you could uh, get that right, that would I, be great. I don't know who does, like, <laughs> naming conventions for Xbox and Microsoft, but they need they need a performance review. I, they don't need. They don't need to be fired. I don't want to fucking. Jesus, dude! But my man's speaking like a fucking line manager over here. Like what? <laughs> what's going on? Everything is so fucking confusing with the way Xbox names shit, and their past has always been like that as well. 
Like, I just don't get it. Like, I wasn't actually sure if you this know, was actually an upgrade in any way or if it was just Series 2 that you could do in... Spoiler alert, Design Labs, we'll talk about it. But, like, I genuinely didn't know if there was, like, any improvements. Yeah, you know, I, I don't actually have a problem with the naming convention here, but I do wow. agree that the way they marketed this was so confusing. No, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I, I don't think the core... Like, any... Like series two core makes sense, I think it's. But they revealed it in such a weird way that it was like, it, is this a new controller? Yeah. Is this what? What is this? Um, yep. I guess maybe maybe you're just you're against the wall trying to market this thing just full stop. Like, because you're you're marketing a downgraded version of an already existing product, right? It's like a stripped down version. Oh, do you know what that is? Have you have you got to that conclusion yet? Or are you still no? I thought it was an enhancement. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck's sake! No, it's core, dude. It's 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 the core. So it, it's a cheaper series two, but without any any of the additional shit. So it doesn't come with paddles. Doesn't come with thumbsticks. Doesn't come with a D pad. Doesn't come with a case. Um, doesn't come with the charging dock. It comes with the adjustment little tool and a cable. And it's 50 quid cheaper or something. 40, 50 quid cheaper. Sucks. Okay. That actually <laughs> sucks. No, no I thought okay. it was like an I'm improvement just... over the Series 2 we had. Like, they are. Now they're bumper issues or like, you know, improved on like more precision and stuff like that. Just like enhanced it in those ways. I don't think it... Oh, God. See, this is what I mean. The marketing was awful behind it. I'm literally mm. learning no, new I, things about it right now. Like, what? Okay, great. Well, I guess I won't be buying it. I'll have to have... No, you won't. No, it's not for us, for sure. It, it's for people who want a like a better quality controller, but maybe don't think they could stomach using paddles. And if they do, then they can purchase that separately. They 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 announced you know a little pack as well um, of, of the stuff. Okay. Um, and a white. It's in white as well. Um, Which is cool. Well, hey. I do I do like it being in white. Um, and and they did make. I mean, I've just booted up the um, Xbox Wire post again, just to see if I can find it. Um, because I'm pretty sure they did mention that the uh, that they, they they did mention the uh, difficulties with the controller. You know that they just break down. I can't remember what they said exactly. It was something to the effect of, you know, we're aware of, uh, we're committed to improving the reliability of the controller or something like that. So. I don't think we're going to get a like a revamped series three. Uh, we might do it at some point, but I don't think they're going to get that. And you know, and that's where all the problems are going to be fixed. I just think they're going to continually refine this one for like the next year, probably. Okay. Um, I want to find the wording. Well, it definitely needs refining. As good as it is, I it sucks in a lot of ways too. Literally breaks in like three months if you use it for any FPS. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember. So I mean, so maybe that maybe the the series two is getting like a little bit of an internal revision alongside this. Um, yeah. I can't find the exact wording now. But they, I know they mentioned it somewhere, but that's fine. I mean, the, the second half to the story is, um, while I look, is the uh, series, Elite Series controllers 
are coming to um, Design Labs, which is great. We've been asking for this for, for ages, and I'd be interested to hear if the, if the chat or you, dear viewer, um, find, like have any interest in this. Do you guys have series controllers? You know, I'm sorry, elite controllers. Um, is this uh, good news for you, Tim? Are you willing to burn some money? Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty good news. I mean, we, we have been asking for it for a while. Um, I recently just bought one, though. So, like, uh, I don't think I'll be doing it anytime soon. Um, but, yeah, I could see myself doing this in the future um, for the next iteration, perhaps, when they come out with a small improvement on, on it or something. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where I feel like I'm buying a premium product anyway, and I'm splashing a lot of cash, so... I don't mind spending that extra 40, 50 quid just to like customize it a little bit and, and personalize it. Um, cause I'm already splashing out quite a lot on the product anyway. Um, this is sort of in for a penny in for a pound sort of thing. Um, yeah. so I'm, yeah, I'm quite excited about this. Um, and we've been wanting it for ages. So yeah, I'm happy. I think, yeah, like, to, like on paper, I, I can build the perfect controller now. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And that, that's, that is pretty exciting. Um, but the, the double-edged blade here is, of course, like we just said, um, the, the, the difficulties with, with the components and the technical parts of the controller because that's scary. An idea of, like, spending, like, it, for us, it would be, like, man, it'd be coming in at 200 quid. Yeah. Right, for a controller. Yeah. Um, you know, what's that? Is that $260, $270? Um, so... That, like, you need to get this sorted out um, with these breakdowns because... People are going to be fuming if they spend that much money, on, especially on a personalized controller. You know, yeah, um, that's difficult. Um, and I, I just, I've just found the excerpt from the the, uh, the article that I was talking about. So, just a quote: uh, "We've heard players loud and clear, and have continued to improve Elite Series Two controllers to be more reliable than ever before. Debatable with refined components that are built to last. For added peace of mind, Elite Series Two controllers come with Microsoft's one-year limited warranty." The best part is that the Elite Series 2 controllers are designed to be fully customizable so you can play with a specific setup that works best for you. So, yeah. They are refining it. They've increased their warranty, I think, from six months to a year. Um, okay. So, I mean, doesn't hurt. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. Uh, what are we on? Hour and a half. Doing well. Wow. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the thing again where I ask anybody to... Anybody that's live watching, if you haven't already, if you're watching after the fact, hello, uh, hit that like button. Give us a review on your favorite podcast service because we're there as well. Go through the effort of getting it up there as well for you. Um, so that'd be awesome. Give us a little review. All right. It's the big news now, Tim. We did it. Let's go. Uh, all right. I, I don't actually know. Did we speak about it? I think we did. We, we briefly spoke about this off air, didn't we? Um, but... If, if you're listening to the podcast, you know what we're talking about. It's obviously Jim Ryan going to the media, having a little bit of a whine and a moan, um, directly, apparently, in retaliation to Phil Spencer taking it into the public forum, um, and said that Xbox's Call of Duty offer was inadequate on many levels. Uh, Microsoft has offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years beyond the current deal. Okay. This is 
fucking hilarious. And just to follow this up, I hadn't intended, this is from Ryan, I hadn't intended to uh, comment on what I understood to be a private business discussion, but I feel the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer has brought this into the public forum. <laughs> Microsoft, this is the final bit, by the way. Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account of the impact on gamers, on our gamers, sorry, on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. Okay. I mean... I don't feel like it's that bad. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's a part of me that well, thinks that if the shoe was on the other foot, right? <laughs> yeah, right. A, a part of me really thinks that they would not be extending even this this hand of three years had so had PlayStation been in the same um, seat as Microsoft right now as xbox mm. um obviously i that's based off my feelings <laughs> it's not based no, on anything no, it's not but it's not, based on it's, track you, record you can... yeah yeah they've got a track record yeah, exactly. of doing this kind of stuff and being quite ruthless under the table um and somehow avoiding public eye for it i don't still still uh i still don't know how they do that um yeah but yeah, I don't know. I really don't feel like this is this is that bad. I mean, it's just one of those like I don't get how they expect Microsoft and Xbox to purchase Call of Duty and all the other blah blah blah. But we're talking about Call of Duty to purchase Call of Duty and then what they want it to remain and I quote to stay on PlayStation at the highest quality Call of Duty experience? Well, no. Like, if you're purchasing right. that, you want your platform to be the highest quality Call of Duty experience with potentially, right. like, exclusive marketing rights and potentially, like, content if you pre-order or do something with on, on Xbox or something like that. Not content as in, like... I'm talking, like, little cheeky bonuses. But, like... <laughs> I, I, I don't... I don't know. It's just... Seems weird to me, and they're just whinging again. Like it could be worse, guys. Like chill out. I mean, there's so many different angles here because you know you can start from the bottom and be like, well, I don't know if Jim really has a choice to not say this. You know, he he's he's head of playstation at the moment he has to go out there and do what he can to try and minimize the damage to playstation but he has to i yeah. feel like to a degree his shareholders would have you know held a fire under his ass if he hadn't gone out and said to them like, you know why aren't you pushing back against exclusivity or something but at the same time like it's unbelievable i i would say this is unbelievable <laughs> like like, yes, I mean, we can argue hypothetically, oh, you know, is this, like, hypocritical considering uh, how hyper-aggressive Sony have been with ex exclusive content? You know, do Definitely. we get the best 
final do we get the yeah do we get the best final fantasy uh experience on xboxes no. after that final fantasy does have a history like it hasn't for the last 10 years because we haven't really been given a chance no definitely no you know final fantasy 14 is it like that has still it's an mmo only available on playstation still right oh, is that yeah. right is it 14 yeah 14 is the mmo okay. yeah um and more you know the list is goes on and on but holding back destiny content for years um uh, like that you know the varying levels of exclusivity and, and then you know because people will say oh well xbox started it with you know call of duty 30 days exclusive they start it it's like uh, like exclusivity is a thing everywhere and like i don't see uh, like who it benefits to be arguing the chicken or the egg do you know what i mean hmm. like this happened back with like dreamcast there was exclusivity deals like, it's always been a thing i mean what i will say is i don't like how much it's escalating um i don't like how we escalated from 30 days to fucking two and a half years in a lot of cases yeah um yeah i mean i think you can make a good argument for full exclusivity but rolling timed exclusivity is rough yeah it sucks it's just a constant carrot dangle right um it's like a completely different ball game it's like oh you think you're getting it but you're not you know like whereas at least if something's just purchased and straight up terms are stated you know then fantastic you know what you're in for you know you got call of duty for three more years blah 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 but like yeah i i i i think the extending rolling time exclusivity is just is awful i hate it yeah because i like i think this is really silly and I, I guess like it's difficult because we're an xbox podcast when we're not really going to be challenged on this um but because i don't want to be like i don't want to be like knee jerky towards this like i'm wondering if people who are maybe like playstation players think this is a reasonable thing to say um you know uh, like because the, the other side of the, the coin here is like you know with starfield like just uh, on what we were talking about with, with rolling time uh, exclusivity with starfield and redfall if they weren't just called exclusive if they if xbox were like exclusive until 2025 at least yeah and then we'll see what happens like would that make you feel better would it really? Yeah. I think so. It's a twenty twenty five is exclusive for another three years. It doesn't like it doesn't like you said. It, it's no it, it, like ambiguity is like the killer of confidence, and like it's been one of my biggest adult lessons. I would I would rather just you not be ambiguous, and I get a bad deal. Being yeah. on the edge of your seat for a long time for the possibility of an okay deal is so unfulfilling. Agreed. So tying this into the tying it into the overall story, um, when you're measuring the severity of exclusivity deals versus what's happening here, I mean Xbox have already like this is a rolling thing. Like Minecraft, for example, it has remained multi-platform. Xbox have already said that they're going to try to keep it multi-platform. Call of Duty multi-platform. And we've already spoke about this, um, but this is a deal that will be renegotiated every time so when jim is saying um you know after our marketing deal they've only offered three more years that's to like 2028 as is the title of the video playstation still have a marketing deal until 2025 ish right mm. so another three years are, like is that really and then you can renegotiate Do you know, why is every, why is everyone so scared of having to negotiate with xbox being 
on top. I don't know. It, it, it's like it feels like there's a weird fear around that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and maybe it's just based on the fact that just Xbox are just they are bigger, and if they want to bully, they can. Maybe like maybe that's just the view that everyone has on them being on top. Um, but it's not like they really have that much of a track record in doing that. Um, they tend to be relatively fair. Obviously, console wars are a thing, and and like being competitive is a thing. You need to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with just yeah negotiations being had. Like we negotiate with Sony exclusivity, but we're just in the driver's seat. I don't see why it's so wrong to just have that same situation but just someone else in the driver's seat like why does it get people so angry yeah i don't yeah yeah no i don't i I guess it's the fact that it's the other way around which which kind of uh, like i find a bit a bit odd because it's like if it was playstation it would be timed exclusive by default and xbox would have to keep trying to negotiate to make it multi-platform whereas xbox is saying we're going to keep this multi-platform for at least three years after your deal yeah, and then we can renegotiate. Yeah. So by default, it's going to be in, it's going to be multi-platform as long as you essentially pay up, right? You, you stick to the deals. You give us money because we now own this. So if you want to benefit from it, you're going to have to pay us a, a fee to do that. So it, it's totally different from like you know because if you think about the last decade with Xbox, the Xbox One install base being so much less by default, Xbox would not had to pay so much more to prevent these multi-platform deals. It's why. PlayStation got so many deals with, you know, COD or uh, or loads of the marketing deals. I'm blanking on other ones, but, you know, we all know there were a lot. JRPGs yeah. was a big focus as well. Um, so it feels really strange to me. Uh, Wacking says in the chat here, it's less about what we think and more about what the industry standards are. That's a great point. As far as I know, three years is typical for any deal. And adding that this, uh, this early on top of the current deal is actually pretty generous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think Microsoft had had said that. Someone, someone had said that in an official capacity. Someone said that three, like three years, is above the industry standards. Yeah, yeah. Like, does anybody want Call of Duty exclusive? I don't want Call of Duty exclusive. I know no. that businesses are going to business and they're going to try and milk each other of money. Do you know what I mean? I don't mm. care. I don't. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it saying multiplayer. Yeah, not at all. I want it on Game Pass. Like, yeah, uh, obviously, yeah, yeah. And I don't think, I don't think Xbox wants it exclusive. They're just saying we, we you can keep things as they are for like another six years, and yeah. that's fair. But after that, we're going to start raking in the profits, and we will have to renegotiate. I don't think. I think yeah. like much like Minecraft, Xbox know the amount of money this is going to pull in across all platforms. Mm. So I don't know. Feels like an unnecessary knee jerk, to be honest, from from Jim Ryan here. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be interested to hear what everybody else thinks in the chat. Yeah, why can't we just have Call of Duty for free? Come on, <laughs> just good bloke right. it, yeah. Phil Spencer. Yeah, yeah, and not to mention, um, because because like Twitter freaked out, like as you'd expect, you know. Um, mm. Oh, they're lying, you know, behind the scenes. Um, and like there were a couple of community figures, would you be surprised as well, who I will not name, who kind of came to, I'm not going to say came to Sony's defense, I feel like it's maybe a bit unfair, but um, were a bit 
critical of Xbox after this article was published. You know, oh, they're saying something, one thing publicly and saying another thing privately. Um, but, I mean, we spoke, we literally spoke about this last week. But it, yeah. it, Microsoft, and I, I will read the article, you know, I've got it in Eurogamer right in front of me. Microsoft says Call of Duty will be on PlayStation for at least several, several more years beyond existing deal. Like, this was said publicly. Yeah. So I don't know why a lot of people are acting like all of a sudden they're like, oh, they're saying it's only going to be another three years. This was said publicly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Everyone's a bit touchy over this Activision deal and it's, it's getting quite difficult <laughs> to grapple with. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think people are just... Any any leverage they can grab on onto at the moment uh, and exploit it and do that. I think that's just what's happening with this Activision deal at the moment because it's just so public and it's just so... Like, this sort of stuff happens. Uh, things become quite petty when it's brought into the public eye like this. And it's so um, yeah. focused on media. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It, I do think... I do think he's being a bit... Bitchy. I don't know. He's just, it, it just didn't seem necessary to, to just, like, whine about it. Like, like it's not outrageous... The, the hand that the Xbox have extended out to, to Sony right now. Um, you know, it it, no. it could have been so much worse. And if the shoe was on the other foot, I'd like to, I'd like to think it probably would have been worse. Uh, it probably would have been like a year max or just straight up, maybe they just cut it um, and make it full exclusive. I don't know. But... Yeah. I, I don't think Jim would be pushing this hard if he didn't know that um, there was so much regulatory pressure, so many eyes on Xbox at the moment. You know what I mean? So he's like, yeah. you know, you better loosen up on this, otherwise they're going to block your deal. You know, they're like kind of bluffing at the moment. They're both kind of trying to maybe. play their cards to see what they can get away with. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, and so I, I guess the closing question for this really and for the show is, um, like, where do you think this goes next? Like legitimately, if we're if we're now at the point of of, I mean, of both these execs pulling out dirty laundry on each other's on like you know on DMs, yeah. <laughs> like, where does this go next? You know, what? How does Xbox respond to this? What do you think? I don't know to be honest. Um, I don't think anything's going to change in in terms of Xbox's response. I think they're just going to be like, well, this is what we've offered you. Take it or leave it, you know, because it really isn't that bad. It's not that bad to be like next six years, give or take. It's going to stay exactly the same. After that, if you want it so bad and Call of Duty is just your baby and you need it for your console players to rake any profit, you start paying us for it a little bit, you know, so we so we can make profits out of it. Um, I just don't really, I don't think anything changes, um, from Xbox's response. I don't think like Phil was going to just be like, take it to heart and like, be like, oh, I rescind this offer now or something like that. I don't think anything like that's going to happen. <laughs> I think it's just going to be a take it or leave it situation. Yeah. Um, like I really do. I'm yeah and i guess it's just like because like this has been going on a while now and it's it's like kind of heating up isn't it you know like we we saw you know all of the leaked stuff about um that came out from thank you brazil um about sony blood blocking 
like using using their uh, market share as a way to leverage exclusivity to block game pass um some people will say oh it's not a big deal that's just how kind of exclusivity works and other people are a bit more upset about it um but you know we, we can't really deny that sony's like one of their main strategies is being aggressive with exclusivity mm-hmm. and that isn't like that isn't It's clearly something that Xbox wants to be more competitive in an area, but it's not their priority. Their priority is Game Pass. Um, And so I I guess what I'm a bit, what I think could happen now is I think we could see like dirty laundry being pulled out. Potentially. (laughs) We could really really see Xbox going back to them like, well, do you remember this thing happened then? You're not going to believe what these guys did. Yeah. Yeah. your doctor will not, you know, your his doctors hate him. Outrageous. <laughs> Game regulators hate these guys. Yeah, I mean potentially, but then I'm sure, I'm sure both have equal amounts of dirty laundry, so this it could get, it could get pretty, um, pretty messy pretty quick. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. And and man, let's not forget the the public reaction to Xbox getting one measly year of timed exclusivity on Rise of the Tomb Raider. Let's not forget that. Oh, yeah, dude. Literally almost got cancelled. Yeah. Absolutely haven't done ridiculous. anything like it since. They've never, they haven't done a deal like that since, other than indie games. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it does seem, I think, you know, especially, and I always say this, um, you know, people talk about bias and whatever. I think bias and preference are, are conflated fairly often. Um, you know, everybody has biases, so there's no point. There's no point really getting caught in the source too much with, with what that means. But what we can definitely acknowledge is that because PS4 have had such a strong, you know, Sony had such a strong generation with the PS4, um, a lot of people favor PS4. And Xbox is doing good work to, you know, gain ground. You know, with the Series X, but what that essentially means is that regulators, public perception, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, are sympathetic. I would argue towards Sony, especially with yeah. Xbox being now supported by Microsoft and buying a lot up. There's a lot of sympathy. You know, it almost makes Sony, you know, PlayStation feel like the underdogs, even though they're, you know, still far ahead. Even though Nintendo don't need COD to survive. Um, so yeah. Exactly. Very, very interesting. Mm. All right. Tim. Yeah. That is the end of the show. Why don't you whack that jingle? And we oh, can yeah. have a little cool down, cool off period. And uh, we can get out of there. Right. Yeah, we are jingling, brother. That's wonderful. All right. Um, that was fun. It was, you know, we we did our show uh, on a Monday last week, and we didn't get anyone in the chat. But there's been a few of you here this week, and that's been fun. That's been fun. Um, yeah, we'll try and get we'll try and get your chat box sorted out for next week. Actually, I think that would be. Um, I think you'll like what these guys are saying. These are some good. These are some good chats. These are yeah. good people. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 definitely always better when the show has like questions and people chatting and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure helps uh helps spice it up a little bit so yeah we appreciate it mm, absolutely oh, i feel kind of bad uh sorry uh, wh- whacking's but one last question that's the last question um right. so we'll do it to, we'll do it to a jingle okay <laughs> it's just what we right. do. Uh, 
what about next gen? Do you guys think Xbox takes COD exclusive on the next console? Their current proposal will carry Sony to the end of the gen. Uh, I'll stick to what I said before. I don't think Xbox really wants to make it exclusive um, no. unless they suddenly take a lot of market share. Like I'm talking 60, 70 percent um, in a lot of the Call of Duty regions, you know, North America, Europe, uh, maybe Mexico. Um, I, I don't think they will. No. No, I I agree. Yeah, I think they're going to want yeah. to keep it multiplayer. Yeah. Um, barring barring using it for some heavy leverage or barring you know um, an outlying circumstance, I think I think they want to keep it multiplayer um, if they can. Um, I think they like having you know the leverage. They like they like having it as a threat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't think they actually will. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Uh, okay, my head's starting to hurt. Are you feeling yeah. any better, Tim? Did that podcast get, get uh, a cold out of your system? No. No, my throat's hurting quite a lot. Um, my <laughs> headache's not so bad, but my throat's hurting quite a lot. And I had to mute so much to, like, blow my nose. It was unreal. I think you gave it to me. Like, why does my head hurt? Is I don't know, Yeah, I, can, I am like that. I can do that. That's Should have warned very you. powerful. Quite, that's a frightening amount of power, Tim. Yeah. Okay, everyone, we're going to call it here. Um, thanks for sticking around. Uh, thanks for giving us some questions in the chat last time. But I'll remind you, I promise, hit the like button. Please consider subscribing. We stream every Monday. Well, we've been a bit spotty recently, but usually... Yeah. Did I say Monday? Sunday. 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 God, <laughs> I don't know when I stream. Uh, we stream every Sunday. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, and other than that, we'll catch you next week for the next big news. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.